What's up? It's your pal Wenchik Isladagus, and this is The Bar is Low. Every episode, we take a look at a fanfiction or collection of fanfictions, and these can be either good, bad, or in between, but mostly, they're bad. We're continuing on from last week, so I'll keep the intro short. We're talking about Avatar The Last Airbender, the show itself, from the perspective of me, yours truly, Wenchik Isladagus, who has dedicated too much of my life to shitty porn about it. When we did season one, it went much better than I expected, so let's see if that holds up for season two. And today's fucked up Omita rating is a 6.5 out of 10 for porn flashbacks involving incest and underage characters. Nothing too graphic, hence the kind of lower rating. And it's rated for just, just a smidgen of my sexual fantasies about Fire Daddy, aka Ozai. Uh, just putting that out there again. So let's dive right in. I'm going to go through the episodes in order, counting porn flashbacks. So place your bets right now as to how many times I'll get yeeted into some shitty fanfic I read. So let's go. Okay. Episode one, the Avatar State. We're really starting off on a dream sequence. Somehow I expected more. And Aang be like, hello me, it's me again. In his dream, because he's just looking at himself. Like, and do people really sit bolt upright in bed after they wake up from a bad dream? Or is that just a stupid trope? And I love that the first thing Iroh does after he gets back to dry land is he gets a massage. It reminds me of a porn of my red called Iroh's stimulating erotic cumtastic massage. And it was a fun one. They even stole one of the lines he says, but they added no sex in there with no food and no water when they were on their shitty little raft. And then fucking Azula, okay. Let's talk about this fucking bitch. How extra is she? She just got to come out on her ship being carried by some dudes and everyone's bowing to her. And she's like, if you hesitate, I will not hesitate to bring you down. She won't hesitate, bitch. <laughs> she's really out here threatening to kill her own soldiers in her first real scene that we get with her. Oh my God, this hoe. Meanwhile, the Earth people welcoming the gang in. Like who the fuck sets off fireworks during the daytime? The Earth General in charge of this whole operation really needs to chill. Like, you've waited a hundred years for the Avatar. What's one more year? And then the dude just yeets some mud at Aang to get him to go into the Avatar state. He's like, do you feel anything? We're like, are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> Let's talk about their plan just a little bit, though. Just in general, not how it pertains to this specific episode. Wouldn't it be so cool if you could just fist fight the president and that was how you won a war? Like, Zuko and Azula aside, Ozai must have some people who would be next in line for the throne. Like, someone who will succeed him if he dies. Like, just beat the Fire Lord's dumb gay ass. Is a little bit too simple, I think. The last script, we're already having flashback to that. That's the fanfic that tried to put some sexual content into every episode of Avatar. It's hitting me right at that Azula and Zuko reunion scene where Zuko be like, Father regrets banishing me. <laughs> oh, and the siblings take a moment together because, my god. The incest flashbacks are gonna start coming and they won't stop coming and they won't stop coming and Zuko won't stop coming and his sister. I'm sorry for that. That does not actually happen in the lost script. Azul just fondles his balls or something. There's like hardly any full penetration in that whole fic, mostly just inappropriate boners. And then Iroh's like, I have never known my brother to regret anything. What about like Zuko's existence? I'm sure Ozai regrets a lot in that regard. And then Zuko's claim that Iroh has always been jealous of Ozai. <laughs> That's some shit right there. I think it's the other way around, buddy. You got it wrong. Oh, oh my God. The absolute fucking dumbass. 
who yelled we're taking the prisoners home. He's now the honorary holder of the Dumbest Bitch Alive Award. It's him. We did it. We found the Dumbest Bitch Alive. But Azula's gonna fucking kill him, so it's not gonna last for very long. These episodes where I talk about Avatar the show itself are kind of hard to do just because of how it jumps around from perspective to perspective. But the cut from Zuko to Aang's scream, I love that. The Earth General is so happy that he's about to get his ass kicked. And I like how Azula's like barely even trying to fight, but she's still beating Zuko's sorry ponytail having ass. Alternate title for episode one, season two. Somehow, Zuko's haircut gets worse. Once he cuts that thing off and he has one little patch of hair on his otherwise bald head. My god, why did he ever think anything he did was a good look? Why? Why, Zuko? Why? You make such bad decisions and your hair is one of them. Violet Porn Flashbacks to Episode 2, The Cave of Two Lovers. Damn, man, I just said two, three times. The Lost Script... Meanwhile, also, oh, I'm saying two again. It needed two scenes for this episode, so we're starting off strong on a porn flashback. Then these motherfuckers come along with their damn ukuleles and shit. These guys are high as fuck, or are they stupid? Probably both, but I bet more high than stupid. And they made Aang little flower crown because he's a good boy. I've seen someone use that as like a profile picture, and it makes me happy to know that it wasn't an edit. He actually has a flower crown because he's a good boy. And then they do the song, of course. Here's a concept. Secret Tunnel. Metal cover. I can make it happen. I just haven't gotten around to it. I've had this idea for a while now, but maybe eventually. I'll post it for y'all and y'all will enjoy it or else. I kind of dance like those dudes, just like kind of wavy and not knowing what I'm doing. And then meanwhile, on the other fucking plotline, Iroh is the new holder of the Dumbest Bitch Alive Award for eating that plant. He was drinking some dumb bitch juice because he didn't have any tea that morning and that dumb bitch juice obviously didn't quench him. And then Zuko, oh my god, take your daddy issues, shove them up your ass. You know, maybe I should have worded that differently just because of how many times I've read terrible incest fic where uh, his daddy issues do in fact go up his ass. He was really bad to unload his, I haven't seen my father in years. Oh, is he fighting in the war? I mean, yeah, technically story on some nice earth peasants and step through the minefield of not telling those people he's the prince. That girl though, like you don't just touch someone's scar like that. And then the other plotline, I love that the tunnel to Omashu is a cursed hole. That's a new name for my vagina. That's what I'm going to call it from now on. I was like, mm, Cave of Wonders, Chamber of Secrets. No, Cursed Hole. That is the most accurate name for my pussy. I really am Sokka in this episode. Y'all know I'm a grumpy ass bitch. And then I forgot that Omashi was a ship name. Like the girl and the guy from the legend were Oma and Shu. I didn't remember that. And then those fucking hippies be like, if love is the key out of here, then all we need to do is have an orgy, guys. Missed opportunity, author of the lost script. Missed opportunity. Y'all could have written about them having an orgy, but you didn't do that. No porn flashback. Wow. But in that fic, that same fic, Katara and Aang really just fucked in that cave. Oh, and then Katara saying, what were you thinking? Counts as a porn flashback too, because what were you thinking is the name of my series where I talk about her, um, giving Zuko more competition for daddy's love. And you can interpret that as you will, because there are multiple ways to interpret that. But what were you thinking, Katara? When you did everything you did in that fucking series. I like that it doesn't actually show them kissing. It just kind of fades out. But really, how do the crystals work? How does the cave know when they kiss? Magic, I assume. Meanwhile, on Sokka's side of things, he's just hitting that open note to calm down the badger moles. 
Sokka invented gent, you guys. He invented metalcore, and he also invented thrash metal. All the subgenres where you just hit open notes, and that's that's it. Uh, and I love the line, we let love lead the way. Really? We let huge ferocious beasts lead the way. That sounds like something I'd say. Violent porn flashbacks, three. Episode three, return to Omashu. Nobody looking out for Sokka, they just let him get doused in sewage. I'm still Sokka in this episode though, because if those little creatures were on my face, I'd be screaming too. Then maybe, like, there really is no fathoming of the depths of my hatred for this place. I'm also May. I'm her. Please tell me you're here to kill me. Me as fuck. And then Ty Lee shows up, and I better not start shipping Taizula. I mean, I didn't, because Azula was a fucking psycho, demanding the net to be set on fire like that at the circus. Holy shit, girl. And then Ty Lee's really gonna join her after all that shit? Maybe they are gay. I don't know. <laughs> All the Omashu people like really went full zombie horde. I think the best thing about it is that they all sort of started dispersing at once. And May's little brother is a fucking menace. They're gonna trade the kid for King Boomy. Momo is an accidental genius like kidnapping the kid like that. And then uh, they renamed the city as New Ozai. Here's a quote from Ozai's Tumblr. New Ozai? What's wrong with the old Ozai? Why does my daughter want to replace me with an urban downtown skyline? Yeah, Ozai has a Tumblr. It's an RP blog, obviously, but it's fun. I enjoy it. And I'm like, also Boomy, because he's just laughing maniacally inside of a steel coffin. It's kind of a mood. And he loves to do nothing, just like me. He did nothing when the Fire Nation invaded. Like, mm, yeah, yeah, you know it. That's that's me. Azula and her team's so much cooler than Zuko. I'm sorry, kid. Violent porn flashbacks. Zero. Whoa. Who would have thought? Episode four. The Swamp. This is the last of the episodes I've never seen before. There were a couple in season one that I've never seen, but uh, there's only one from this season. This is my first time through it. Iro and Zuko are begging on the streets. That dude with the swords, fuck that guy. Customers, man. Iro's too nice. Too nice to him, too nice in general, man. And how did the fucking gang survive getting yeeted that hard into the swamp? Like, if there's one thing we know, it's that it ain't Shrek's swamp, because he don't want no visitors. The swamp is calling them. What the fuck? Oh, the elbow leech? Though, that was fucked up. I didn't like that. Those vines everywhere. They seem like the perfect setup for some chemical porn, but I haven't seen any yet. Come on, people! Chop shop, make it fucking happen! I like how the swamp guys sound southern. That makes me happy. And when is Aang gonna see the naked air nomad milf from the Lost Script? Oh, right, because she's not a canon character. That's sad. I like the air nomad milf from the Lost Script. <laughs> The Vine dude is Shrek, though, and I like that he has a little face. And he just starts spouting some collective consciousness bullshit. Like, if I wanted to hear that, I would just listen to Tool. So this episode, I don't know, this felt kind of pointless. Besides Zuko stealing that fucking douchebag's swords. Wasn't a huge fan, didn't have that much to say about it. I expected more from the hallucinations, too. Well, important flashbacks. One. Episode five, Avatar Day. Oh, it just starts off with Sokka in, with a spider in his mouth. I don't like that. Sleep with your mouth closed, y'all. This has been a PSA. And the Water Tribe does have money, after all. That answered my question from a porno pertaining to prostitution. But it's probably northern money, and I wanted to know if the South had money. Either way, counts as a porn flashback. So they're at the festival, and Sokka thinks that fire smells manly. <laughs> Torch Guy has nice hair, though. And then Katara, she wins the Dumbest Bitch Alive award. Because she just decided to ruin Avatar Day. Do you really want a bunch of angry villagers after you? Pick y'all's battles. And then Aang's head just gleams in the sunlight. Love that. These villagers really need to get the fuck over this shit that Aang did two lives ago. 
370 years ago talk about holding a grudge also how the fuck did kiyoshi live for like 260 years or whatever the hell it was why would you even want that i'm not even 20 and i want to die but i also want one of Sokka's bubble pipes those were cool and i was right about foamy mouth guy being in this episode i guess i didn't realize that he just lived on kiyoshi island he should probably get that checked out though foaming at the mouth is not a normal thing that happens when you get excited see a doctor my dude Meanwhile, Zuko is going full Robin Hood, like, kind of. That dude in the cart stroking his coins, that's every millennial getting a paycheck from their shitty minimum wage job. And he's so nice, he got Iroh a tea set. He cares! And then Iroh fucking departing some grade A wisdom on us about hope coming from within. Thanks, Iroh. My depressed ass needed that. And then Zuko leaves because he's a dumb bitch. Back in the main plotline, oh man, the lost script where Aang transformed into Kiyoshi is perhaps the best scene from that fic. Fortunately, it happens while Aang and Katara are in private, and Kiyoshi just starts talking about how many orgies people had in ye olden days, and there was really some crazy stuff in that chapter. It was so unnecessary, but so good. When you're so pissed that you just create an island, though, I wish I could do that. I can't believe Aang also was just like, you know, I'm gonna give up on saving the world to face justice for some bullshit that happened almost 400 years ago. He's so saucy once the Fire Nation comes up, like, gee, I'd love to help, but I'm supposed to be boiled in oil. And he's like, just still wearing the makeup as he fights. That's good content. The Fire Nation actually saved his ass there. They're not all bad, I guess. The fried eggs at the end, though? May we eat it and be reminded that on this day, the Avatar was not boiled in oil. That's like the Wenshi Catholicus experience. May we rewatch this show and be reminded that no one eats a severed fetus dick. Violent porn flashbacks too. Episode 6, The Blind Bandit. I like how it just starts off with like, your kids like earthbending? Your kids like throwing rocks? Your kids like jazz? I'm surprised I haven't seen porn of the scene where Katara pretends to hit on those douchey guys. They be like, it's on the island of Nanya, Nanya business. More like both of these nuts. <laughs> However, I have seen an orgy courtesy of the lost script where Toph fucks like all five of her earthbending buddies. Thanks, I don't know why I needed that, but I'll never forget it now. Boulder, stop making bad puns. Also, just say, just, just stop. Just stop with the rocks. And hold the fuck up, Fire Nation Man is an actual character. I, I'd see his name on the character list on like fanfiction.net, and I just assumed he was some random guy from the Fire Nation, but no, he's an actual dude. He's like, Fire Lord, my heart burns only for you. Me, but unironically. Was it hard? I don't know. I didn't write that quote down right away. I probably should have done that. Either way, me, but unironically. And then this is a line I saw in a porno. The boulder feels conflicted about seducing a young, naive girl. <laughs> that was a good one, though. She was just like, don't make any fucking puns or I'm, I'm just going to stop having sex with you right now, boulder. Oh, that was not even a fight between him and Toph, though. She just demolished him. I didn't remember how Ang got his nickname Twinkle Toes, but here's the origin. Because he's light on his feet. Toph's death looks like Nick Cage. It's it's weird. And she's like taking kicking someone under the table to a whole new level. Like earthbend at them under the table. <laughs> and I love this line. Toph's dad is like, my daughter is blind. She is blind and tiny and helpless and fragile. Me when I see a cat and I want to protect it with my life, which is whenever I see a cat. The slow-mo during the last fight though is killing me. It's so dramatic. And then yay, Toph's part of the team. Cool. Violent porn flashbacks to episode 7, Zuko alone. I'm basically Zuko, but I start going to sleep while I'm driving and stealing food when I'm slightly inconvenienced, not when I'm in serious trouble like he is here. 
Zuko is such a sad little bitch. He's out here flashing back to his mom because he tries not to pass out from exhaustion. And this feels like the old west to me. Those gambling dudes, those kids threw eggs at, they be like, this town ain't big enough for the both of us, partner. In the lost script, Zuko fucks the mom of the family he stays with and she is desperate for his D. I don't know why they thought that was necessary. I don't know why they thought the lost script was necessary, but okay, it exists. I love how the dad keeps calling Zuko a man, though. He's just a baby. He's just a baby sad boy. <laughs> but they respect his privacy, which is the sexiest thing that's happened so far. Besides that one scene of Ozai in season one. But, like, Zuko has no fucking idea what he's doing to that roof. My god, he's so incompetent. Oh, flashbacks. Flashbacks in the show and porn flashbacks. Ursa deserves a porn flashback. And do y'all want to know why that is? It's my fault. <laughs> it's because of things I wrote. Congratulations, Wenchi. You played yourself. <laughs> oh my god, Azula's such a bitch. She just shoved Hylia over like that in the flashback. Like, no big deal. Like, whatever. I don't care. Mako meet cute in the fountain. Fire Lord Azulon is the picture of health. You sure about that, Ursa? Ugh, I want to call Azula a bitch again for talking shit on Iroh and his failure, but she did capture Passing Say later, so I can't really. Show us Ozai's face, you cowards! And I mean up close, too. Uh, his whole body is in a few of the shots, but he's very far away. Bring him closer to me. Within, like, fucking distance. I'm Zuko, though. I'm just so bad at everything. And Ozai's such a fucking weasel. Motherfucker really out here, like, yeah. My nephew's body, like, isn't even cold yet, and I'm asking for the throne. <laughs> Dad, please. I would love to just, uh, usurp you. That'd be great. Azula's lying. Dad's gonna kill you. Really, he is. Oh my god. This girl. What the hell is wrong with her? I have to agree with her, so there. What the hell is wrong with her? Dad would never do that to me. Really, Zuko? <laughs> you sure about that? And then Zuko just has another flashback in the middle of his fight against the Thor's hammer, Earthbender douchebag. Motherfuckers, and I say that more literally than I usually do, they be using Ursa's line to Zuko, never forget who you are in some porn, my god. How does some random Earth Kingdom peasant know Zuko's backstory about him being banished and all that shit, but the guys on his ship in season one didn't? I don't get that. Violent porn flashbacks, three. Episode eight, The Chase. Let Toph mind her own damn business, for fuck's sake. She isn't even gonna use the camp, so like, why does she have to set it up? And Katara's so uptight. My god. I get like that about people not cleaning up after themselves, but that's really it. Like, chill out. Oh man, and her line, this is a, such a savage line, man. The stars sure are beautiful tonight. Too bad you can't see them, Toph. That's a low blow. Man, just hitting below the belt there, that's, that's not cool. Like, they are not gonna be able to fight while they're that fucking tired. Like, just sleep on Appa. It can't be that hard. I just have to ask, how can Toph block May's knife? Nothing's touching the ground there. And then Katara's still being petty about Toph not helping them set up. Like, y'all have bigger problems than that. And then I totally forgot about Toph and Iroh randomly meeting in the forest. That's a cool little scene. Not to keep ruining wholesome moments or anything, especially ones with Iroh, because those are definitely the most sacred of wholesome moments. But if you take what he says about Zuko out of context, that he's like tracking him and all, and then interpret it through the typical creepy uncle lens, well, uh, no porn flashbacks there, but yikes. Azula's team just has fucking Jesus lizards running across the river like that. And then the scene where 
Tylee, she blocks Sokka. Like, it reminds me of Monty Python, the scene. Like, it's just a flesh wound because he just keeps fighting her, like, after his limbs give out one by one. Meanwhile, Aang be like, it's high noon, and Azul is just riding in like, this town ain't big enough for the both of us because we're still in the Old West, apparently. <laughs> I thought her line, it's okay, you can laugh, it's funny. Uh, I thought that was from the beach episode, but no, it's from this. Like, this is actually the Wild West. There was a Mexican standoff there when Zuko shows up. Like, I wish the soundtrack would reflect that, too. That would make me happy. Actually, it's impossible to make me happy. But, you know what I mean. It would make me happy temporarily. Zuko just runs into the floorless building like a dumbass right after Azula avoids falling. I laughed too hard at that. Like, it's a summary of his whole character there. Dumbest bitch alive. And Azula would have had Aang when he was trapped under that rubble if she hadn't waited so long for Katara to get there to save the day. I love that everyone ganks up on Azula. And she struck Iroh first, really? Like, out of everyone, you went for Iroh. Like, probably because he's the biggest threat, but I don't like that. That's mean. <laughs> and I'm still asking this question. How come fire doesn't actually burn anyone in this show? My god. Battle porn flashbacks. Zero. Episode 9, bitter work. My god, I'm Sokka. Toph would just call me snoozles too. I have dumb bitch disease, sad bitch disease, but more than both of those, I have sleepy bitch disease. Oh, uh, the line. Rock is a stubborn element. If you want to move it, you've got to be like a rock yourself. What that meant in the lost script. That meant that Aang had to get a boner. Just think about Katara, Toph said. Seriously, I wish Toph was allowed to be a little R-rated with how she talks and stuff. Like, then she might be my favorite TM. But no, this is a kid's show. This is why we need an R-rated version of Avatar. So that Toph can say fuck. And that other characters can curse too. And so that fire can burn people. Not for the, the racy porn stuff, okay? Don't like that shit. And someone being good at something... It's not the same as him being a good teacher. Toph does not have any patience. The line, it's not the only delicate instrument around here sounds like it should be a porn flashback, but not quite. And then we suddenly flash to Iroh. Now he has sad bitch disease. He wakes up from his flashbacks and he's like, oh, this little bitch? Damn it, that's not my real son. A for effort on the T, Zuko. You tried. And then he's really out there saying that lightning bending requires peace of mind because i'm pretty sure if there's one character who doesn't have peace of mind it would be azula or i mean zuko also doesn't have peace of mind but she definitely does not have peace of mind so i don't know how the fuck she's lightning bending i was a fucking badass though imagine you're just chilling out and then you see some dude on a cliff shooting lightning out of his fingers just because he can and that's why fuck you <laughs> I love I love Zuko's line. Instead of lightning, it keeps exploding in my face like everything always does. I was gonna say something like that and then he beat me to it about what a failure he is. And then Iroh departing some more fucking wisdom on us about pride and shame. Look, I know all too well that pride and shame are like the same thing. So what happens when you have a podcast about porn? So I can do this because I'm basically immune to most porn, but every now and then you find something that turns you on and you won't let yourself jerk it because you're too proud and you're too ashamed and you're not sure which one. They're really the same thing here on the bars law. <laughs> as soon as I wrote drew the grid separating all the element drawings in the dirt, my mind went to the lost JPEG right away, like the four panels of the comic. What is wrong with me? We need like a separate tally for meme flashbacks because that is my life. And I'm still Sokka. I'm just stuck in that goddamn hole. And Aang shows up. Like, dude, Sokka's been stuck in that hole all day. He wants out. 
He doesn't want to hear about how you don't have the right spirit in you to earthbend, or how it would be awkward to invite Toph over, or what the fuck ever. Just get him out of there. This episode just ends with Zuko really out there just yelling at the clouds about how much his life sucks and how angry he is. He's such an angry little bitch. I love him. Violent porn flashbacks. One. Episode 10, the library. They just walked onto Tatooine, huh? Even the sand people are there. The professor? That's a fucking furry right there. He's like, oh, the library assistants. They look like foxes and they're attractive. He thinks both of those things. Fucking furry. The fox stopped running though when they fucking found the library. Uh, it just stopped running so he could, they could see the scroll. It was carrying glint in the sunlight. Man, the professor really just ran to greet a fucking spirit. Like, here's my title. I hope it makes me sound good to the knowledge spirit. And they really lied to that owl. Sokka's dumbest bitch alive. Even the spirit is like, you're not very bright, are you? Honorary dumb bitch. Where is the owl holding all that shit they gave it? It just vanishes when he flies away. Meanwhile, Toph doesn't like sand. It's coarse, it's rough, it's irritating, and it makes everything look fuzzy. How the fuck did Sokka and Aang have the time to check all the dates for an eclipse and the owl didn't even come after them? Like, how long did Toph hold up the library? That bitch is Atlas. And how long was the owl chasing Katara? Kind of a dick move to let it run after her while she tries not to get killed because y'all needed an invasion plan that would fail, might I add. And then Sokka just straight up KOs a spirit with a heavy book. Man. I can't tell if that's dumb or badass. And then Appa doesn't fly away from the sand people because he also has dumb bitch disease, I guess. Violent form flashbacks, zero. Episode 11, The Desert. Not exactly a porn flashback, but The Desert reminds me of one of my fics. Because a good chunk of it took place here, I still don't know why I decided to put it in the desert. That was totally arbitrary. It was a mega crossover, and Anakin was in it. He hated it, because y'all know how he feels about sand. Iroh's really about to get attacked by those dudes, and he's like, how about we make some tea for you guys? My god, this man. He just gives no fucks, and I admire that so much. And then Aang's just being a fucking dick to Toph. Like, you'd still be in that library getting your ass beat by a fucking stretchy neck spirit owl if it wasn't for her. She did all she could. Oh my god, the cactus juice. How is he, like, not getting pricked, though, when he picks it up? And I love how it zooms in on his pupil right as it dilates. That shit acts fast. Where can I get me some? God, I wish I were Sokka. Minus the whole trapped in the desert thing. Oh yeah, and also, how are Toph's feet not burning? She must be used to walking all over everything because she never wears shoes, but ouch, that you walking on sand barefoot. Shit must hurt if it's that hot out. <laughs> the guy's tracking Toph for like, she's wanted dead or alive. No, she's not. So if this area of the Earth Kingdom is Tatooine, then this shady bar where Iroh goes to meet with his secret cult, that's the cantina. Zin Fu? What are the guys chasing Toph? He's shredded. What the hell? Why is everyone shredded? Oh my god. And then they don't let Toph say fuck again. She just says crud when she stubs her toe. Let her say fuck! And then she just makes a rock angel when they get to that thing in the middle of the desert. Man, I wish I could do that. Sokka eats cave slime? Why would that- Why on earth would that be your first instinct? For the love of god, why? Not to mention the- Cactus juice just wore off. Dumbest bitch alive, I swear to god. I also find it hard to believe that Toph could aim so precisely at those buzzers just by Katar saying shit like on the left and over there. Just spray a bunch of rocks out, one of them's bound to hit. <sighs> I haven't mentioned it yet this episode, but Aang's Avatar State voice freaks me the fuck out. Like if I was a sandbender right there and he was like, where do you fucking take my pet cow? I would shit myself. Katara just like stays in that whirlwind looking fucking sad and shit though. She's just so done. She's like, oh, not this shit again. Oh my god, calm down, buddy. Come on. So, Violent Porn Flashback Zero, episode 12, Serpent's Pass. Every time someone rhymes something with bossing, say I have a porn flashback. 
it's the fastest way to Bossing Say. More like ride them all the way to Bossing Say. Ye fucking haw, baby. Ride them all the way to Bossing Say is the name of one of my fix, and I really hate that I wrote it, but it wasn't gonna write itself, so this poor flashback is on me. Yeah, he's cabbage guy. They just lift him up and he just stays in a sitting position. That's so weird. What what the hell sort of emotion must you be going through for that to just be your default? Then, oh shit, it's Suki. My biggest fear, besides someone saying to me, hey, your voice sounds kind of familiar, is running into someone I know while I'm at work. I guess when you actually like that someone, who you run into, it's no big deal. But for me, she just abandons her job and all the other Kyoshis to cross the pass with them. How about that? Sokka's the dumbest bitch alive. She's like, they lost someone I cared about too. He didn't die, he just went away. I only had a few days to get to know him. He's smart. <laughs> and he's like, who is it? Maybe you want to rethink the words you use to describe your boy, Suki. He ain't that smart. He's the dumbest bitch alive. Oh no, and then Jet shows up again. I don't want to see him. Be gone, fuckboy. Jed is here to redistribute some wealth, though. Hail communism. Now this is the sort of vigilante justice I can get behind not killing innocent people. Zuko just stacks all those bulls with his swords, though. That was impressive. That was the sexiest thing he does in this whole entire show. Oh, uh, and then the little scene where I was like, Smellerby, that's an unusual name for a young man. I think that's an unusual name for anybody, but who knows? Maybe that's a common name for girls in the Avatar universe. I love that Longshot is basically telepathic. He doesn't even say anything. And Smellerby's like, yeah, I understand. That's some good advice, my bro. <laughs> and I find it funny that Bossing Say has a big ass wall, but they're still letting in all these refugees. Like, take notes, America. Katara, meanwhile, is Moses. You know, in my fic, Anakin also did some Mosesing at Serpent's Pass, but he was Pony Moses. He split a horde of vicious Pegasi from My Little Pony and took Rainbow Dash as his concubine, but never ended up fucking her. I'm not a brony, by the way. I've never even watched My Little Pony. My Little Pony's involvement in my crossover fic was pretty minimal. That serpent, though, looks kind of like Rayquaza. I think it's the coloration and the general shape. But, like, imagine doing water sports with Guitar. Not like water sports in the pish fetish way. Like, actual water sports. That would be fun as fuck. Or maybe for some people, like, diaper fetish guy. Water sports with Guitar would be fun in the pish fetish way. But, man, tough getting up in people's business about them not thanking her when she saves them. But then be pulling that shit with Suki where she's like, nope, you're not Sokka. Just let me drown. Like, come on, what the hell was that? Then the birth scene, oh my god. <laughs> I love that Sokka just says, can't you hold it in or something? And he just, he faints because he sees a vagina. Rip in peace. <laughs> or rip in piss, if that's your thing, I guess. That is canon, and I love it. <laughs> How many kids do y'all think are named Hope in really bad times? I wonder if there's a correlation between kids with that name and like war and poverty or something. Violent porn flashbacks to episode 13, The Drill. Oh, The Drill? The Drill is a big boy, a huge man, a large lad. I want to know how they transported it there in the first place. I guess you could say that they rode it all the way to Bossy Say. Oh, I rode three times that time. <laughs> man, this wall is so easy to get around for everyone except firebenders. Top just made a rock elevator and glided over it. I feel like there's a simpler way to get over the wall than with a giant and surely cumbersome drill. So take notes, America. Walls don't fucking work. 
Also, Sokka is the idea guy. Man, sometimes he's the dumbest bitch alive, but sometimes he actually comes up with decent plans. The duality of man. Iroh would just be hitting on that immigration kiosk lady, though. He's a pimp. I maintain what I said about him last episode, uh, when I did season one. Jed is conspiracy theorist, though. I, I so badly, I wanted the X-Files team to start playing when he saw Iroh with the hot tea. That would have been amazing. Katara and Aang got tired from playing waterbending catch. For real, though, how the fuck is water strong enough to cut through steel like that? If water can cut through metal, then it should definitely be able to cut through human flesh. Just saying. The Fire Nation has a speaker system within the drill, though, so everyone can hear the captain talk. It reminds me of being in school and they'd make announcements over the loudspeaker. Sokka and Tylee are, like, really out there hitting on each other in spite of being on opposing sides of this 3v3 battle in extremely dire circumstances. Definitely gonna add them to my list of rare pairs that I'm doing for episode 68, probably. The only time Mae makes facial expressions is when she's looking into a slurry pipe. I believe I have a reaction image of her saved from this scene. It's a good pick. And things are getting fucking personal when Katar calls Tylee a circus freak. Like, how does she even know that about her? How are things so personal between them? They all know each other's names. Like, no, to me, you're just random enemy. You're random enemy number two. You're random enemy number three. I don't, I don't know who the fuck you are. Oh, and in the lost script, when Azula shows up to fight Aang, she does it naked to distract him. This is one of the last episodes the lost script got to. Pretty soon, my poor flashback count is gonna plummet. Azula waited too long to deal the finishing blow again. Why do villains always do this? I don't get it. Sokka suggests they should name themselves the Fearsome Foursome. I died. I feel like that should be a porn flashback, but not really. And then Iroh just touches that woman's baby without asking. That's kind of weird. I have to say. Found porn flashbacks 1. Episode 14, City of Walls and Secrets. Does, like, everyone get a Judy or what? Is only the Avatar and crew important enough to get a cool new government-assigned house? Her smile, man, it's creepy as shit. I guess I'm about to see, because Iron and Zuko be getting into the city too. Okay, how the fuck they find a house and jobs in, like, an afternoon? Earth Kingdom is better than America. If they had, like, plumbing and shit, it would be, I guess. More importantly, how did Zuko get hired for a customer service job? That is, like, the worst possible job for him. Biggest mystery in bossing say. Jet is such a stalker. Like, what the hell? Bro needs to let it go. Courtesy of our lord and savior, Abraxas Clippeth, there is a fic where Jet breaks into their house to rub his dick all over Iroh's clothes. Why doesn't Iroh firebend that tea, though? Like, maybe he knows Jet was washing, or he just wanted to introduce himself to the neighbors because he's a very kind and friendly man. The Jet and Zuko fight at the tea shop. Zuko cut off his little weed. <laughs> I love that. Jet also totally overestimates Zuko's firebending skill. Dude is better with swords anyway. And then, <laughs> Jet got arrested. I love that. There is no war in Bossing Say, bitches. Found porn flashbacks 1, episode 15, Tales of Bossing Say, Toph and Katara. I am tough. Everyone be putting effort into their appearance and doing shit and I'm still lying face down in my bed. You say this show is based on Eastern culture, but seriously, I keep seeing Old West shit. She literally has a spittoon. This is also the last episode that the lost script got to and Toph and Katara got a little frisky in that spa. Wish I could just send everyone who talks shit over trivial things like appearances down the river. I bet all of you wish you could send me down the river and I probably deserve it. Also, I would just wonder, did they ever specify if Toph was born blind or if that happened later in life? Iroh. Guess who's ready to cry like a little bitch? <laughs> Iroh was really like, I'm gonna teach this guy how to mug people better. And then he just has tea with the mugger. We, we all need a little Iroh in our lives. He's a fucking treasure. This is so sad. Iroh play leaves from the vine. 
Aang. Cabbage guy just gave up in the middle of saying my cabbages. My man has been through some shit. Aang just created a whole zoo in a go. How come it was so hard for him to play water catch a few episodes ago? Sokka. He just went into that fucking poetry club, started slapping his own ass. That's how you get bitches, kids. He almost started rapping there for a moment. I was ready for him to lay down some fire beats and a musical number to happen, but I am disappointed. They literally throw you out if you don't speak in haiku, but the guy who tossed him didn't speak in verse. Hmm. Zuko, your uncle can't agree to dates for you. What do you like to do for fun? Nothing. The one chick is thought like his experience. Zuko has like perfect aim lighting all those lamps. He was on Iris' ass about not firebending in public, but here he is. Firebending also gets you bitches, but since that's not real, we have to stick to Sokka's tried and true method of slapping his own ass. God, Zuko is somehow more socially awkward than I am, and that's saying something. I don't know how I come across on this show, that when I'm having a conversation with someone I don't know very well, it is agonizing. Man, that dark and brooding shit, that's doing wonders for him, making up for his horrible social skills. This counts as a porn flashback, and not for the reasons you'd think. Maybe I'll talk about it during the Day of Black Sun episodes. This scene just reminded me of a line from an incest fic by an author called Yowie Smutmaster. Lastly, the Momo scene. Momo misses Appa, that's adorable i like momo i don't think i've said that yet he seems like a cool little dude to have as a pet and i like his funny little noises bossing sage just has panthers lurking in their alleyways though that or those are the animals that ang lost along the way when he was transporting the whole zoo and he made friends with them i was gonna call him a dumb bitch for letting them out of the cage but it ended wholesomely and they helped them find out that's sweet valent porn flashbacks too episode 16 Appa's lost days the good news about this episode is that i really yet to see some oppa porn Maybe I'm just not looking hard enough. I'm sure it exists somewhere, but I haven't seen it yet. Circus guy has a fire rip. I can't wait for Daddy Ozai to use one of those on me. Man, I just said that into a microphone. Appa uses the big suck to get cabbage. I like that. Just blow the fire back in that fucking asshole's face, my dude. Oh, and then arrowless Aang in the flashback? Fucking weird. 90% of this episode is angry animal noises. Man, this shit would be so easy if they had cell phones, like... Hey guys, it's Suki, I found your bison. And then was that Hakoda he just flew over in one of those scenes? Appa's running into everyone here. And the guru, who's really out here like, I'm gonna play dead for as long as it takes for this dude to stop growling at me. Like at some point, bro's gotta piss. The guru is like a Disney princess or some shit though. He's got like the forest creatures just running up to him. <laughs> That's the coolest power out of any of these. Having the power to fucking have like Disney princess animals swarming up to you like squirrels and shit. Fuck firebending and all that shit. Final four flashbacks, zero. Episode 17, Lake Cloud Guy. My god, my art skills are about on par with Sokka's when I draw without a reference. Like he's making those posters. Man, man, that's some shitty art. Aang, by the way, littering. That's not how you put up posters. You have to attach them to like street lamps or some shit. You don't just randomly scatter them. Also, man, Iroh could have been Fire Lord, but he was just wants to have his tea shop. Meanwhile, Zuko can't let go of catching the Avatar. This boy. Oh, he's the worst. Oh, I love how Toph is also like, yeah, let's break some rules. And then she just earth bends away the wall of the house. It's the ideal one she gets thought of his experience. And Longfang, I haven't said this yet, but he kind of has a sexy voice. I'm just saying. I sensed Jet the instant before he showed up. Be gone, fuckboy. He doesn't have his weed, though. It's not really him. Jet really is a fuckboy. If a girl literally attacks you, it means she's not interested. Now fuck off, shitty terrorist. 
Okay, okay, I know he's not trying to fuck her, he's trying to help find Appa, but be gone, hurry up and die. Shit really be like, baby, I've changed. They real assholes to the dude who was cleaning up all the fur from the warehouse. Like, Katara's like, don't you have more hair to clean up? Uh, bitch, don't you have a world to save? Get on it. <laughs> What's the deal with the earth hands that the Daily have, though? And, and Zuko just set up a whole decoy so he can ambush that guy. How are the characters in the show so smart and so, so stupid at the same time? I love that Iroh just followed Zuko to Appa. Like, uh, the blue spirit, huh? Hmm, who's that? Who could it possibly be? And he just freaking loses it. My man be yelling at this dumb bitch nephew of his. Zuko would be an honorary dumb bitch, but he has no honor, so I can't do that for him. He says uncle way more than he says honor, though. For real, we should make fun of him more for that. For how much he loves his uncle. The jet fight, though. Long thing to be like, do it. This is the trope where the character's lovers being mind controlled, but they have the power to like break them out of it and bring them to their former selves with like a kiss or something, except Jed and Aang aren't lovers. Come to think of it, Jed and Aang would be pretty good for the next Rare Pairs episode. And then Longshot actually talks? I didn't know that. That's what people say about me. I know that might be hard to believe, but like recording the show is the most I ever talk. In real life, I don't talk. I'm known for not talking. I don't know if you can all believe that, but the people who know me in real life would be like, you, there's no way you have a podcast. <laughs> you, you never say anything. You're, you're like a shut-in. But yeah. But then Jet dies, so rest in piss, Jet. I never want to see you again. How the fuck was Appa hiding in the sun, though? And then they just yeet Long Feng, and he just skips across the water like a stone. I love that. Violent porn flashback zero. Episode 18, Earth King. This is like the invasion of the Canadians. The gang be like, sorry for killing you, we'll be on our way now. Seriously, I can't believe Aang has such a crisis about killing an evil dictator with the way they go to the palace here. Making a mega slide? That kills people. Slamming them into the ceiling? That kills people, you know? We just saw that earthbending, unlike firebending, can kill people because Jet just died. Yeet! They're here to overthrow you versus we're on your side. I have to say Long Thing has the advantage here. He has the high ground. I don't imagine the king would take kindly of them decimating his forces like that. How the fuck did Long Thing get back into the palace so fast, anyhow? Both these sides do sound like some conspiracy theory bullshit for real, though. They love that they asked Long Thing to take his clothes off. Like, what porno did I just wander into? Surprisingly, no porn flashbacks. Though the Earth King merits one, I'll give him that. I love that Zuko does the right thing for once in his life, and then he immediately comes down with the sickness. Ooh, I'm sorry. Zuko be like, so thirsty. Me too, buddy. I can't wait for season three so I can properly thirst after your hot dad probably never did for you what Iroh is doing for you right now, which is look after your bitch ass. Why does he even care about his father's approval and he has Iroh instead, honestly? Scarlet Zuko and that fever dream he has is like weirder than Arrowless Aang, I gotta say. And the dragon be like, sleep now just like mother. Wow. Unnecessary mom angst. Earth King has never been outside the palace and I thought I was a shut-in. And then this scene where Toph is like, Long Fang is intercepting our letters from home. That's just sad. The first time I watched the show, it took me like midway through Boiling Rock to realize that Sokka and Katara's dad had a name. Like, cause here it's, it says his name. It says it's like a small fleet of water tribe ships led by Okoda has been seen. It's not that I didn't know his name. I just never realized that they even gave him a name in the first place. Their family dynamics so wholesome compared to those Fire Nation ass motherfuckers. Sokka's like, you're the nicest sister ever. And they both love their dad. What the fuck? Sokka fucked up real bad just letting the Fire Nation take over bossing Sabi and like them Kyoshi warriors are trustworthy though. Man, this bitch is dumb. Everything gonna work out perfectly now and forever. Are you sure about that, Sokka? You, 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 you dumb. You're the dumbest bitch alive. 
I love how Zuko has another nightmare where he sees himself as Aang, and that's enough to make him wake up screaming. That's good shit. So, well, four flashbacks one. Episode 19, The Guru. What happened to the real Zuko? This bitch is optimistic. This is character development oh and then we meet hakoda and hakoda deserves a porn flashback you want to know whose fault that is it's mine he's hot though like first time i saw that i was like mm, that's their dad whoa wholesome dad though i'm so sorry sweetie for all the things i made you do with evil dad in my erotic dilf fan fiction not sorry enough to like stop but still sorry you deserve so much better though oh my god i, I do like him with those in a way because how they contrast one another but they have a lot in common too you're shipping zutara but get on my level like hakozai that's some galaxy brain level shit Sokka likes dad jokes though <laughs> oh how is he the comic relief no dad jokes are no good <laughs> the earth king blabs the invasion plan to azula that's how the fire nation knew about the invasion man i i, I didn't pick that up the first time though i guess Toph gets kidnapped. You might think you're the greatest earthbender in the world, but even you can't bend metal. Famous last words. Her escape scene, though. I wish I was that cool. Whatever happened to those two guys, though? They just, like, died in there. We never see them again. <laughs> then Ingo goes to see the guru. The concept of chakras gets a porn flashback and we'll come back to that in the season three finale in which Aang attempts to open Ozai's chakras with the power of love if you get what I'm saying. Uh, they get to the earth and water chakras, survival and fear, pleasure and guilt. You feel guilt for being attracted to a boy, especially one of my age. I assure you, I am more of a man than a boy. <laughs> This is my favorite porno ever. We'll get back to it, but I didn't realize how much they ripped straight from this episode. And these bitches be talking about energy in our body? Like, what about me? I never have any energy. What the hell? Ang be burning through them chakras. Inner peace has never been so easy. The guru's asking him, what are you ashamed of? What are your biggest disappointments in yourself? And that's just the Wenshi Gestaltica's experience. Like, don't even answer those questions. Those questions are the Wenshi Gestaltica's experience. Then they talk about the illusion of separation. That's some tool lyrics shit right there earthly attachment chakra the only thing this boy thinks of is katara what about your other friends your sky bison momo question can chakras get closed again meanwhile may and tylee are really just sitting on the steps of the palace in public and talking about how they're imposters dumb bitch disease it's an epidemic get tested i guess it was their plan but it also sounds so fucking stupid and then Katara just really walked into that tea shop and ruined iroh and zuko's lives and she told on them to azula oh my god Dumb bitch disease, it spares no one. Azula and Longfang together, that's a porn flashback, and that was a particularly fucked up one. I'm not gonna go into detail there, but episode 33, if you're wondering. Violent porn flashbacks 3. Episode 20, The Crossroads of Destiny. Iroh just has this sprinkling of badass moments, but when they are there, it, mm, they're just quality fucking content. Did I ever tell you how I got the nickname Dragon of the West? That is a fucking good scene. This man actually badass. Zuko has dumb bitch disease though, challenging Azula to a fight like that. And she calls him dramatic. The whole family is full of drama queens. Oh no, Katara's in the Crystal Cavern. You know what that means. I just had a Ford flashback and it wasn't to Zutara. It was to something much darker and scarier. But fuck Zutara though. Y'all shippers be all over the scene. <laughs> and he just crashes through, interrupting their intimate moment. Like, I heard you were hoeing around, Katara. I don't like that people are shipping you with that dumbass. Now save that spirit water for when I die. I hear just knew where they lived the entire time, though. They're gonna work together, though. That's quality content. I forgot about this. This is better than what I even signed up for. <laughs> Azula's fucking line. Oh my god, the exchange between Azula and Longfang. You've beaten me at my own game. Don't flatter yourself. You're never even a player. Oh my god, Azula, you little democracy-hating hoe. Suko be eating up Azula's hoe in like a dumbass. Dumb bitch disease. It's terminal. 
How the fuck does no one have broken bones after this fight? And then Guitar is a fucking necromancer. She just brought Aang back from the dead. That's pretty badass. And I love so much that Zuko's last line in this season is, What if father doesn't restore my honor and I'm gonna mock him forever because of that? Every time he says something stupid in season three, I'm gonna be like, Oh, what if father doesn't restore my honor? Be ready for that. I don't know how many times I'm gonna say that, but it's gonna be a lot. <laughs> Final porn flashbacks too. So that's that for season two. Conclusion, Final porn flashbacks, 26. That's an improvement over the 38 we had in season one. Average per episode, 1.3. Final porn flashbacks, cumulative, 64. Average per episode, 1.6. I'm doing pretty well, I have to say. If I can keep it under 100 for the whole show, I'll know I've done something right. Or at least something not horribly wrong. Pretty good show, right? Best still to come, though. All these characters may have dumb bitch disease, but I have thirsty hoe disease. So y'all better be ready for that next week. Season 3 is my favorite. I can't wait personally. So the bar is low is on Instagram. You can find us at the bar is low with an underscore in between each word. Follow us so you know what's coming up next. If you have a fix to suggest, feel free to get in contact with me. And if you want to drop a rating review on iTunes, that'd be real cool. Not going to beg you for five stars, give me however many damn stars you think I deserve. And as always, I'm your pal, Wench Castodicus. This is The Bar's Low. Thank you for joining me, and that's all for today.